Roadhog? What are you doing on these streets? Oh my god. This is, uh... Oh, we're here to talk about... Midnight Mass? Is that right? The war goes on. Okay. And on and on and on. Onward, Christian soldiers. Oh, uh, yes. And so... Marching as to war. The war goes on. Roadhog, you're going down. I get it. I get I get the reference. Okay. I played that Good game. Dear. I never played that game. Bring the noise. I'm, a, I'm out of breath in here already. Stay frosty. Okay. You, you better stay frosty because you're going to be frosty when I put you behind bars. Alec, can I tell you something? You can call me Soldier 76, reporting for duty. Soldier 76, can I tell you something? Yeah, what, 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 do, you, what do you want? 9.5 out of 10. That's what you think? It's so damn good. I've got you in my sights. God. Uh, okay, so um, I'm, uh, I'm taking this mask off because it is uh, is very... I can't actually... It's actually very difficult to see out of it. It's like translucent only to a point. Um, but uh, it's also going to be very difficult to put on. So uh, welcome everyone who decided to watch this first one. So as I don't think that's... I don't know if that's going to go back on or not. So, hello! Uh, How are you? Midnight Mass was quite good. Um, I don't actually... I don't know if I have a score in mind for it yet, though. I'm so, so out of breath already. I was just in there for two <laughs> seconds, and it was... It's like cut off all, all air. Yeah, it was, uh, it was It was. a lot. It was a lot lot to handle. Ooh, ooh, let me... Let me just... Let me just... Let me just... Just... Oh, my God. There we go. Let me just, just make an adjustment there. Okay. I trust... I am still pig in spirit though and i have a baby pig here oh you go uh, old pig okay well that's that's nice that's nice so uh yeah midnight we're here to talk about midnight mass mike flanagan's new uh romp of uh of proportions the limited series on netflix came out about a month month and a half ago i think um and but we we decided to hold off on talking about it until until spooky times uh, until our horror month uh for good reason well, we have to have time to watch it, too. That, um, too. That, too. I got to tell you, I'm just, I'm, I'm in love. I was in love with this this show. Yeah, you binged it in, like, one night, right? Yeah, I was, uh, I was Guess like, what? hopefully I have enough time to watch this. And then it was, like, one day later, I'm like, okay, I got through all the episodes. Yeah. <laughs> guess guess what? I kind of did almost the same thing. I, I didn't really... I just was not finding time to watch it until like, I was like, all right, I was like, all right, week off, got to, got to just make time for it. So I watched like the first, I actually only thought there were five episodes when there ended up, or no, I only thought there were six and there ended up being seven. So I was like, oh God. Okay. So then I had to watch like five and a half episodes last night. It was like, I didn't get to bed till three. So, and I had to wake up early this morning too. So I was like, all right, well, it was all, it was mostly worth it. I would say, I would say it was mostly worth it. Um, okay. I, I I I am gonna say um, I think I, I don't think it stuck the landing as nicely as the other two as the haunting series. I, I did very much enjoy this. Um, I don't. It there have been things about it that I've been thinking about all day that really still bother me about it though. Um, and, I, and it might just be like the, Alec. That was the point. That was the point, right? That shouldn't bother you. That's that's kind of the point. But it's like well. To a certain degree, I guess, but interesting. interesting. Yeah, um, I, I I didn't think it sucked the landing as nice as I wanted it to. I, I there were just things about it 
about the, the last episode in particular, just things about it that I just wanted to have played out just somewhat differently. Hmm. Um, but as exactly. a whole, what a it's as a whole, it's a freaking it's 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 glorious. It's amazing. What what an incredible series! <laughs> what an amazing how does he how does he get like the performances out of these actors, right? Yeah, I think the Un- uh, incredible. It's incredible. All the actors are are incredible. The direction is great. I mean, there's so much cinematography. Mm. There's so much to appreciate here. What I what I thought was cool that I saw a comment someone made on it, where it was like uh, Mike Flanagan is showing that you can have, you can make meaningful stories through horror, you know, which you yeah. don't see often. Yeah, it's absolutely. Like, it's like not just jump scares, you know, that kind of thing. It's not like cheap tricks. It's like actually. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I... <laughs> <laughs> why why should... is he wearing no, a survivor I should have had this on the whole time. I'm fixing my costume. I've had this on the whole time because it's like, it's like black-ish. Does he have a show. buff? Does he have a thing on? He he has like a he has like uh it, the neck piece goes like all the way up, kind of it's like black tactical like stealth stealth gear, hmm. which I don't really have anything that does that until I was like I was thinking, wait, I have this buff, I can just do that. Um, yeah, that works. But yeah, it's yeah. like I found myself like really connecting with a lot of these characters and also like really caring about a lot of these characters. And like the, yeah. they were having actually meaningful conversations. It was like there's great stuff out of this, and you wouldn't think that from a horror series. You know, that's not generally what you go into those for. So it's really cool. What Mike Flanagan's done through, especially the the haunting series, and now this. Yeah, I I will say I think this might be some of the 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 most like heartfelt. So Mike Flanagan grew up Catholic and is now an atheist Mm -hmm. and i think to me this was like one of the most respectful takes on religion that i've ever seen an atheist have it's really it's really remarkable particularly when i don't actually know if mike flanagan is is american i I would assume he is i often find that like the most like I, i would say british atheists have an appreciation for the church and liturgy and things like that anglicanism um there's, there's a lot that they, when commenting on it, that, that, that they appreciate about it, um, even though they don't necessarily agree. And uh, I, I felt like that same kind of giving respect where respect is due for like different people with different beliefs and things like that. I thought that I was, that was very appreciative. It didn't feel to me like it was like a, a pointed takedown of anyone's particular faith or religion. It was just a very open mm-hmm. conversation. And it didn't, and and it didn't really have. In my mind, it would have worked better if, I I don't, I don't think it came out with a with an answer, and I think that was the point, and I, I'm glad that it didn't. But I feel like there was, almost an attempt at one, and that was kind of where one of my sticking points is with the with the ending. Um, but much of the series is just, it's dealing with grief. Right. This whole thing is a it's it's all about regret and grief is like basically everything. Every every character is facing that to a certain point. And that's like that's like the human condition right there, you know, dealing with your things that you mistakes you made in your past. And and. Yeah, 
it's very poignant. I, I thought like, I, I totally agree with you. Like having characters engage in like serious conversations in ways that like feel meaningful and, and real is like, yeah, they felt like real where are you going to see that? Yeah. yeah. Like it was, it didn't feel like totally off of a script kind of thing. I mean, like some of it's really real, well written and like artistic in that way, but yeah, it's like, this is like an actual conversation you would have, you could have with someone. Yeah. Um, and I, if you've seen the haunting of Hill house or the haunting of blind manor, you're going to see a lot of actors from that again, which is really cool. Henry, Henry and, Thomas. And I think yeah, of, he was marvelous. Yeah. And a lot of them, aren't to like the actors you might be expecting either. Like the actress mm. who plays Bev was like, was Steve's wife in Hill house. Mm. And like the actress who play or the actor who plays, um, Joe, like you wouldn't expect some of these ones to be coming yeah. back. And it's, and it's cool. They get the shine in different, different ways. Mm. But I, I really would like to get into spoilers because okay. there's a lot to, to get into. There's, I would there say, is a, a lot this show is do it do, do yourself yeah. a favor watch the show before you watch any further here this show is awesome G- try to go into spoiler free as possible um yeah i i actually i got i i got a little bit spoiled on one thing mm-hmm. and i was like i was a little bummed about it but then when i was watching it i was like i would have figured it out like in maybe the second episode anyway so it is it was it's telegraphed very well so that in the reveal when that comes about is like it's like it all clicks into place but you can kind of guess where it's headed um before that but anyway mm. so yeah definitely check it out and come back yeah all right and i would say even if you're not a horror fan like oh yeah my brother doesn't like watching like scary stuff so like a lot of horror things the he's hesitant to even watch so, but I'm like, you should watch it. It's not really just, it's not really like scary. I wouldn't say yeah. there's only a couple of moments. It's mostly just like unsettling. The six like, episode is a little, is a little intense. I would it's say. intense. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's not for everyone, but yeah, it's uh, I think it's like, it's still worth watching, you know? Mm. Um, oh, I totally agree. Yeah. Spoilers. Okay. Spoiler sent spoiler sentry. I did not know that this show was about vampires going that into That was it. the thing that I was spoiled about. But so there was an article titled that like said something about like vampires in in this and I was like, "Oh." That kind of bums me I out. I thought it was great that not going into it not knowing it though. I'm like I know. That would have been so uh it would have been so good to have, done, because to have gone first, in not knowing that. The first couple episodes was it was like, "Okay, we're just having some meaningful conversations about like like faith and things like that and mm. depre- a little bit of depression and and dealing with things you've done you know but um and then like there's like a couple hints of creepy things happening but then once you get into that uh is it episode three or it's episode three where it's the sort of flashback segments which i mean so okay so even though i had the fact that vampires were spoiled i didn't have how it happened spoiled mm-hmm. and that was awesome it was that awesome. was unbelievably awesome but it was weird because i was like so into like the first couple episodes i was like so into it i yeah. had no idea where it was going yeah. in fact when i went to the show all i knew was that it was flanagan that's like all i really yeah. knew about it so i was like i knew i was expecting these actors and that kind of show but i didn't even know 
I didn't even read into the title that much. I didn't know there would be that much yeah. religion and stuff yeah. infused in it. So it was like I was all on board with the kind of stuff we were going through the first two episodes. Then when I first saw vampires, I was like, oh, whoa, vampires. Don't know how yeah. I feel about that. But <laughs> but they sold me on it pretty quickly. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I thought that, yeah, I thought it was awesome. I, I, I really liked. So it's all about the denizens of this island, the small uh what is it crockett pot right i think it was called like crockett pot or something like that crockett crockett they called it they they just no no. it is so a pot is actually is a thing it's an actual like that's that's a term for an island yeah but yeah um but it's called crockett right and crockett pot the play play was crockett potluck is what the sign was right potluck Right, but, but they called it the crock pot. Was the nickname? They for called it. it the crock pot, but Crockett Pot is the name of the island. A pot is a a pot is like a a, a as a term for like an, a, the kind of island that, that is. Yeah, but I think that that's the like name that's is like Crockett. a nautical. Yeah, the, the name of the island is Crockett Pot <laughs> because it's a pot. Oh no! All right, never mind anything I just said. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know where. I don't know why I thought that. Because you saw the sign that said potluck. It's, Probably, it's, and I was like, "Oh yeah." They okay. call it the crock pot as a little nickname. Yeah, it's called crock it. Yeah. Anyway, that yeah. nonsense is uh, is over. Yes. So it's about all about this small little community, and uh, uh, so, uh, God, I almost just called him Toby. <laughs> Riley? That's not his name at all. It's Riley. Yeah. yeah. So he comes back to Crockett Island uh, after spending a stint in prison. Um, the, the The show actually opens on like the accident. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. like just straight up the accident where he is drunk driving and killed a child in what he was doing. So he spent like four years in the clank, I think, it's four, four or five years, years something yeah. like that. Yeah. And uh, on good behavior, it was like it was four to ten years for for good for if he was on good behavior. Um, and so it, it, yeah, he he has visions of her every time he goes to sleep, and that that's always that's always an awesome like segment sequence whenever he's lying down and the camera always does mm-hmm. that like turn mm-hmm. and it, like and then it cuts to you see that then you see like the flashing light and then just like cuts to her like her like busted up face and everything it's it's really horrifying it's great and flanagan loves that kind of stuff yeah there's a couple of things in here is like okay that's he loves doing these things yeah he loves having these haunt this thing that haunts people like yeah. you see it in blind manor with the um her fiance where she always sees that in reflections like he always have he loves stuff like that mm. and then there's a couple of different like directing and uh or camera shots and stuff like that was like okay that's classic Mm. um so yeah it's about vampires so their their priest was sent out on uh on like uh they they sent him to go to the holy land to do like a tour of the holy land it's like kind of a last gas thing for him um because he's getting older and he'd never been before um and so instead of him coming back, they, they expect him to come back. And then uh, in the, you know, in the first episode at, at mass on Sunday, uh, it turns out it's like, it's a young guy. It's like some, some, someone no one recognizes. And it's like, he's like, well, he sort of, so he explains, well, 
Um, he's still on the mainland. I have, I'm taking his place for now, um, but he's still fine. Don't worry about it. Um, well, you know, he's, he's informed me about everybody here. He, he knows, told me all so much about you and uh, I'll be trying to fit in. Um, so some things start happening. Uh, you know, he, he proceeds with doing stuff, proceeding with church, church duties. And, uh, I, it's in the third episode where it's revealed. Is it the second episode where he, where he gets the girl to walk? Is it in the second uh, episode where, he, where that happens? I think it is at the end of the remember. second episode. Yeah. 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 So there's a there's a girl that was paralyzed by um, by one of the people in the town. He's like kind of a drunk. The mm. town drunk, Joe. Uh, Joe's a wonderful character. Um, who's gone gone too soon. I know. There's except for except for Bev. She's a horrible person. <laughs> I still she's love hor- her though. <laughs> she's a horrible person and deserves to suffer way more than she ever did in uh-huh. the entire show. Um, Joe is great. And Joe's love, amazing. And Lisa was a great, great character. Lisa's great. Lisa's a great character. Um, I think I think Father Paul is like one of the best characters Mike Flanagan's ever written. Hmm. I thought he was wonderful. Every single scene he was in was just like transfixed on his every word. Like I don't know yeah. how you do that as an actor. It's a. It was amazing. Yeah, Monsignor Monsignor Pruitt. Monsignor Pruitt, as as it it turns out. So it turns out he, in in a confession, it keeps flashing back and forth to this confession because he's he's, he's confessing his sins in the booth. And he's he's apologizing to God because it's like, I'm I'm going to lie. I'm going to lie. And but so many things are going to become come forward to this city. So please to this town, please forgive me for lying to them. Um, for all the goodness that's going to come. And he admits it. He tells the whole story in his confession of how he was very, he was in middle stages of dementia when he went and he, he was kind of, he had not informed the congregation of how, how it was not going well. And he, he got horribly, horribly lost in a, and I guess in a trip, I don't even know how did that would happen how it would happen where you just, you would go so far away from your group that you'd get stuck out in the middle of the desert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's horrible. No That's just horrible. Attention. But it's like, it's one of those, like you, you accept the mystique and the mystery of it because of, he comes across a dark cave in the, Mes- in the Med- yeah. Mesopotamian desert. And in that dark cave is an evil that has been lurking down in there, but it's not an evil according to him because it saved him. It was in fact an angel. Um, by all accounts, that is not an angel, and by any means. But in the in the in the pits of of death, in the in the the, the near death experience he had, he seeing this thing feeding on its flesh when it when it on his blood, when it kind of like leans back, it's like the light glints on the cave just in a certain way, so it looks like it's a halo around its head. Mm-hmm. It's winged. It, basically, it looks like a devil of a sort. Um, but angels are terrifying, as you find out in the Bible. So he's in in his in his mind because it saved him. He's he's sort of willing to sort of accept the fact that this thing looks horrifying, but it saved him, and it revived him, made him young again. Um, and 
so he 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 has to bring it back. He feels that there's the there's a connection. They shared each other's blood. So there's this there's this connection between them. So he's like, I have to bring it back to the community. I need to share it with the people that in the town that means so much to me. Um, but what that means is uh, he's a vampire and he's turning everybody into vampires or is going to be turning everybody into vampires also. Um, what, a, what a creepy, chilling, beautiful, horrifying premise. Yeah. It, it's it, it's like it's a so many it's a mixture of so many things and it's done so well it's like ah <laughs> it's so it's so great i love it i love it too and the presentation of it is so good hmm. uh, and the, the way they had the you know the little uh i don't know how you even describe them they're like handcrafted little squares depicting each part of the the story as he's telling it it's like in sand Oh yeah, uh, those those are like um, they're reliefs, is what they are. Yeah, mm. yeah, those are awesome. Yeah, those are really, really, really great. Very creative. Yeah. Um, and so I mean, this was all in was that was that in episode three or was that episode two? That was all episode three. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean episode two I really liked because it had it was setting up everything and you had Riley mm-hmm. talking with the Father Paul. Mm-hmm. And I I mean I. I'm a non-religious person. I, I related mm-hmm. to a lot of what, what Riley was saying in that conversation. I mean, I thought it was really cool, a really cool conversation they were actually having there at that moment. Yeah. So, so, and, and I come from the, I come from sort of the opposite side. I'm not Catholic, but I am, I am religious. I'm, uh, uh, I, I almost just, I almost just broke out into an Alex Jones range. I'm a, I'm a Christian. I'm a Jew. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, a reptoid alien thing all right but um so i am uh you know i am a a practicing christian and so a lot of what uh uh you know the the arguments are that back and forth is literally never going to end like it's it's a conversation that like there's there is no there's really no um there's no satisfying answer no matter where you go um, and the show doesn't pretend that there is one on either side. And I think that's, that to me is like the most realistic th- thing. It's like two people having this conversation about like, why, why it, it's ultimately the, the idea of theodicy. Why do good things happen or why do bad things happen to good people? Um, for no apparent reason. Um, and yeah, it's it, it, it awesome conversation. I, I agree. Their their conversations throughout the whole series are great. Yeah. Um, their every conversation they have is is just like ever that should this the how that's shot in the um. Oh yeah yeah yeah. It's how so that shot is so fascinating. I, I I loved every single time. It was like it cuts to the wide shot of them two sitting very symmetrically, but then it's it's like it's always shot with a little bit off where. Uh, Father Paul's like in the right side of the frame and there's like so much space that it's so it's so captivating. I love how how those scenes are shot where during the AA meetings that he has at the rec center. The newly built rec center that that Bev built for them. Yeah. So they're like they're having such real conversations I never expected us to go into the vampire territory. <laughs> so it really took me by surprise when it did go that way. Yeah, but I loved 
I love Joe and his very short-lived little arc he had. Yeah. Felt, it was, was, that was very sad that was to sad. see him go. Um, I was sad to I was sad to see him go. I was sad to see his dog go. I felt so bad for him when his oh, dog died, and I was like, "Yeah, and I was like, I, Bev is a horrible, horrible person." And then I loved the the exchange between Lisa and Joe in episode three after she's able to walk again, where she comes and confronts him in the. In oh the yeah, that oh sweet. that was awesome. That was like I was get I got choked up during that. I was like, "That's so yeah. good." Oh yeah, that that scene was like it, it's like it's worth watching the show for that scene alone. Like that scene is beautiful. It's so effective. Like it's, it's yeah. almost every conversation is really effective in some way. But that's like mm. it's been, it's already one of my standouts from the show. Yeah, and you know he's got. I mean, she's really a good actress. Yeah, she's yeah. So young, she's it was so effective. But Joe is a really good actor, and then he didn't he didn't say anything that, but he's just like. You, you just love i just loved it yeah i love that that whole interaction is awesome yeah and um that's that's what darman strives to be yeah yeah <laughs> he strives to have that level of excellence but comes horribly horribly short <laughs> but it was man i was i hated when joe went because man you know he was like he was trying his best and he was like yeah you know, father you said if i was struggling to come by and he's trying to do the right thing to come talk to him and it's like betrayal but, epic betrayal but, but, but father paul the, the angel hasn't returned and he hasn't had blood in too long and so it's like the, the temptation is too too high so he he does accidentally kill joe but then it was like yeah. he's like what do i do but he freaking I, hugged I him eat. hardcore I know. it's so it was so brutal uh, yeah, and then of course Bev's reaction to it is so disturbing. Also, so disgusting. I was like, "What a horrible, horrible woman!" And then like, she's... but she's so she's so good. She's like such a good performance from that actor. Oh yeah, too. the performance is amazing. Yeah, I hated her from the beginning. I mean, like episode one, she does a really yeah, yeah. job of already making you want to hate this character. Yeah, you know, before we, she's already she's covering up this freaking vampire kill you know and then yeah and she's just this. like she's so on board with the vampires too she's like she's like so into it like immediately it's just it's very bizarre like when he shows when he shows like well here's the thing and then he holds up his skin and it's burning and she's like oh god god, god. oh lord oh lord here we go <laughs> uh, <laughs> like off and then when uh wade and sturge come in and they somehow become, get roped into this also. I know they're like they're, they she just lays yeah, into they, him with this epic like monologue about yeah, she, you don't she, cherry you don't cherry pick the what is it you don't cherry pick the you don't cherry pick the word the good the good word or whatever. And it was like oh my gosh it's yeah. it's so everything every word out of her mouth was just hypocrisy. It was brutal. Well, I mean, unbridled she, hypocrisy she and it's like killer she was killer at pulling out scripture and just like applying it to every yeah. little vampire thing and yeah like she's like yeah and with everything to so those to... so as as a as a religious person those people are <laughs> the worst people i like i'm not i'm not even exaggerating they are they are evil mm-hmm. they are actually evil um th- like those people that that use religion is an excuse to be vindictive and cruel and evil i despise with every fiber of my being and i don't want them in any church 
anywhere in the world. But unfortunately, there's a lot of them. And that that's the that's the thing that's really horrifying and sad um, about about people, about how 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 sick and twisted people can be in terms of like trying to trying to get religion to justify their horrible behavior. And it's like, ugh, ugh. every time she was on screen, it may be, it may be sick. <laughs> I wanted her to get eaten so bad and it never happened. I wanted her because it was like, she's already been eating communion, taking the, the communion, the, the vampire blood in communion. So it's like, well, she can't die now. Mm-hmm. Sucks. She's so good at pulling out these speeches. Though, oh yeah. And just, that performance that performance that actress is amazing she's great yeah and like, uh, it's so really good you really don't get that much from her in the haunting of hill house so it's great it's like she really gets to shine in this yeah. yeah um so yeah that that was crazy the fact that mm-hmm. the, the mayor gets roped in sturge gets roped in yeah the mayor's just like totally on board with it because he's like he's like kind of like well i i guess it worked for my daughter so i guess <laughs> i'll get roped in now yeah. and i was like okay he just he he's it. He's such a wimp. He's such kind of like a like a like a reed, like like a wet like a wet noodle. Like yeah. he he just he doesn't really stand up to her at all. She basically runs the town, more or less. Well, yeah, she's like don't don't cherry pick the miracles or the blessings of God. And she's like if you're if you can't accept this, then you might as well let your daughter sit back down, you know, and not stand yeah. again. This is like dang, like, oh, that's okay. that's brutal. I'm on board that. And then the way she talks yeah. about Joe, like it, she's like wrap it up. Yeah, you know. It's just yeah. like, just like so, is yeah, so sick. Like the way she <laughs> just like talked about Joe like he was nothing. Yeah. Like, well, she killed his dog. Yeah. She killed his dog for like no reason, because it snapped at her. I was like, no, it didn't. God, it's just barking because he's it's a dog and it doesn't like you, which it shouldn't. Dogs are very perceptive like that. Yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, I love how they tie in everything like with like religion. Uh, thematically and musically yeah like they, there's they tie oh, in yeah. so well the hymns the hymns are awesome how, how all of that all that plays out using kind of like an acapella uh sort of a, a choir for a lot of the music very mm-hmm. effective very good um i knew most of the hymns or they're all hymns that i know which makes me think i was like i guess i don't know this very well but i was like i was under the impression that catholics kind of had their own hymns and i was like all these are like Protestant hymns. <laughs> There's like Anglican hymns in here. Um, Abide with me is like one of my favorite hymns. Period. Um, it's so good because it's basically basically the the person who wrote it knew how difficult life is, and and that to me is like that that sums up the whole kind of the whole. Like the whole concept of the series of like dealing with the hardships and toils and grief and torment of life. Mm-hmm. Um, life's difficult. It's extremely hard for people. It's extremely hard for everybody, really. When you when you boil it down to it, um, and like not not to not to like ah oh, everybody should just be get over it. It's like no, life is hard for everybody. Every everybody in a, in a certain sense should should garner some sympathy for that because life is not an easy thing to, to to do um so it yeah. uh yeah i mean i thought i thought the the music choices were all phenomenal all excellent um i mean that's why i loved 
Riley's character grew to love Riley's character so much is because you can see that he's like actually a good person because he yeah. actually he cared about Joe, even just those little interactions. It wasn't just like a a conversation he felt like he had to have. It was like it was an actual genuine conversation that he and he cared that he was seemed like he was making progress. So he was actually upset when he didn't show up to the meeting there. And then he was perceptive enough to be like, okay, he just lied about him going to yeah. visit his it's like his daughter, sister his is sister. like yeah yeah it's like wait a minute but his sister died so he immediately knows it's like all right you're lying um yeah Riley is an awesome he's a wonderful character I, I like I, yeah you could you could so easily make that character such an ass and so like above everyone but he's not. He, he feels as real he just he's you you just get the sense that like he he has so much weighing him down all the time and and he it's almost like he he wishes he could kind of in a way he wishes he could kind of believe in this sort of thing but he just he just there's no reason for him to anymore there's there's nothing that that it offers him um mm-hmm. and i think that that's it's so it feels so real. It feels so just like a person. Right. You know, I think that's, I think that's what, and the beautiful, beautiful thing about his relationship with, um, Oh, what's her name? Um... Uh, she basically becomes the, so, okay. Uh, Riley dies. <laughs> Riley dies twice. So he, he, he gets, he gets killed by the, he gets attacked by the angel and then and then father uh monsignor pruitt uh rescues him uh quote unquote has him drink blood and turns him into a vampire and then basically like lies lays out this whole that whole episode is fascinating because he basically it's like framed as an as like riley in the boat with she played characters in I know, the I other two series and i can't remember her name in this and it's all sort of played out as like him and her in this boat where okay hold on. You, you, there's still there's so much more to riley there's died. so much oh there's so much more oh no there is he but i love i love that but i love yeah. his whole arc though that leads him there where i i really relate to not what he obviously I can't relate to killing someone, but and that's like a big part of yeah. how he is the way he is now. But I really I did relate a lot to like the stuff he would say about like depression, like depression related things, and mm. he's like how he feels like he's just existing. Like I mm. felt like that before, and it's like I thought that his conversation with. That, yeah, What's that whole conversation. Name? I know, but that whole conversation about death was awesome. It was really that was good. wonderful, and the that was fact, great. And the fact that we keep going to this dream about him sitting in on this boat in the water, and then it actually comes full circle. That's another Flanagan I know. thing. That do. was that was a very Flanagan. I thought that was beautiful. So good, so beautiful. That's so beautiful. Like so so Flanagan. That was great. Yeah, I loved that too. His arc is is very. I, I I did enjoy it and as the, well, and the fact that like he he gets turned into a vampire basically, and like they use that so well in the beginning to where like when she first opens the door and it's like it's like a little just chilling sound and it's like oh god, 
he's like he's a vampire like he has this creepy presence about him and they show him like mm. lurking over his his parents bed and stuff mm. looking at them it's like oh god what's he what's he gonna do because yeah. like in every other vampire medium you would expect him to, to just go off go bad at this point mm. uh, but that eventually leads to them being stranded out on the boat and then you of course would assume that's bad too yeah you took her it's out like there. you just isolated her to, to because like because i Father Paul says something about or Monsignor Pruitt yeah, so, yeah. Uh, says something about like uh, um, like you can choose who to who to bless this bless someone else with it's just, like just be careful that you choose the right person and so like that that kind of made me think like oh Jesus you gonna like turn her into one but no he he's his will is much stronger than the vampirism um, Aaron. which is something Aaron that they talk the, about Aaron, is Aaron. that's right Aaron Aaron Green and uh they they talk about they actually talk later about how how if you, I love this it's like yeah you could be starving but if your will is strong enough it's like you don't have to indulge I love like, I love that because uh it really adds so much more to it so we're like ex- that's yeah. why I was kind of concerned going to the vampire thing especially when Riley died in that episode I'm like oh, okay are we just gonna have Riley be bad now and like do, yeah. do the same thing but then i love when yeah when riley's parents bring uh come together in that, mm. that final episode mm-hmm. and it's like they're both saying oh it's my own blood and then riley's dad's like yeah I'm, i feel the hunger too but it doesn't change who you are because you know i you can resist it yeah so i love that or it's not like it's there's something more to it and yeah. it was, it's so cool it's like the it, so it's almost like that that means like the fervor like the the experience got to so many people they were so like uh like oh over ecstatic and overjoyed about this whatever they just didn't care about what they did you know like freaking whereas a lot of her lisa's parents were gonna straight up chomp down on her real yeah. quick they're <laughs> like they were like hunting her down. They were for sure gonna. I know they were. They were. They're horrible. <laughs> and, and like that's why I was so glad to see Lisa make it out because it's I know. like for yeah. sure that she would be one of the ones to be converted. Yeah. But it was. I mean, it was also cool with the whole storyline with the mayor or the not the mayor, the sheriff. The sheriff. Oh, oh yeah, we didn't even, we even talked about him yet. That was great. That whole subplot was awesome. I felt so. It was great, except its resolution was very sad. Because essentially, like everyone on the island was just horrible to him, and he died. Yeah. Well. Yeah, and that was such a sad moment when his son uh, ultimately drank the yeah. thing in the church. But that's a whole other scene. But also the yeah. actor. Raul, he was a returner. He's returning. Fly Manor. Yeah, in one of Par- our favorites. In Paris, he was a, sh- a sous chef, you might remember. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and he's such a different character in here. He's, he's really I know, great. very different. Yeah. There's something about like most of these characters that are like you can really root for a lot of them. They're all doing their own thing, but like you can tell he's a good person, you know. There's, uh, most of them are good people at the end of the day. So. Hmm. I like the, yeah, like investigate St. Patrick's. You mm-hmm. kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> that whole scene was like, oh man, that like 
that that scene was was brutal, brutal to to listen to. It was just like, oh yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, they do a good a good job of like the whole subplot with with him and Joe and and Bev early on too. That was a nice way to mm. to ease into the series too, because then it ultimately all like it's all relevant yeah. in the end, but like in the beginning it was like a minor, like, yeah, it's just like, Oh, like town, like town rubbing, you know, they're rubbing elbow, rubbing shoulder, like in a bad way. They're like, Oh, they're kind of grating on each other. You know, they're like, they don't get along. It's like, no, yeah. it's a lot more. And then it gets like way, it enters so many further, deeper, darker dimensions than that. Yeah. So. But like you can see, I mean, I'm going all over the place, but Bev being all passive aggressive with, with Aaron in that like very early on yeah, where she's like judging her over the little things like, Oh, uh, your, uh, your mother is always never one to waste, but here you are wasting, so throwing a whole some... bottle away. I was like, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I hate you people. I hate people like this so much. They get, did such a good do- job of yeah. sowing those seeds early on to, to yeah. hate her. Yeah, and then she's so prominent, like in everything. Yeah, I, I ultimately it kind of becomes, and this to me, I think, might be one of my gripes with it is that it ultimately becomes sort of this. It ultimately kind of becomes Aaron versus Bev at the very end, like they're those kind of ideals or factions, I guess you could say, because Bev is the one that's leading the extremism and burning the whole island down, and then. And then Aaron is sort of the 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 middle road, the voice of reason. Whereas, like originally, and I think I think I was even reading that con- conceptually, they were originally planning on on writing it just as being uh, Pruitt versus Riley. But they, as the characters sort of kept developing, they 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 felt like that that wasn't the best idea. I kind of agree. I, I I'm glad that that sort of was resolved in the way it did because I thought Riley's sacrifice to be like. I'm showing you that this is what's going on and you need to get out. You need to just get out of here yeah. or, or save the people. Cause I know you're not going to listen to me, but you need to get out. Um, and yeah, the sun rises and he, and he burns. But I, I, to me, it was like, there was a moment where I thought that it was like, it was a point there. I was like, I was getting a little choked up because it was like, she's so, Okay, so they, they have the Midnight Mass, the Easter Vigil, and they turn basically the whole town into vampires, and they all, like, willingly, almost, like, most of them willingly do it. There's a few exceptions. Um, I mean, this is one like, of the most disturbing scenes, too. Yeah, like, it's horrifying. Like yeah, this, the, and then everything that ensues after it, it's like, Jesus. Yeah, really, it's, just, it's really horrible. taking a turn here. Yeah, and yeah. that's where that's where Pruitt's like, uh, yeah, I think we made a mistake. He, he realizes finally, yeah. he realizes finally that it's like this isn't an angel and i think we made a mistake you know sometimes it just takes it just takes, takes the, fi- the the fruition of your of your actions come come to full come to the full encompassing version of vampires that you've turned your whole town into that yeah you know maybe maybe this was a bad idea <laughs> i i thought that as she sort of burns the whole the whole town down for god knows what reason um because i go well, she's just she she's expecting she's like we're gonna rise again in glory this is our arc because we're gonna go to the 
to the rest of the world and share this with everybody. It's like, cool, you're going to go infect everybody. You're going to turn mm-hmm. the whole exactly. world into yeah. turn the whole world into vampires, basically. You're just spreading for, the goodwill. That's what you're well, doing. Well, turn, turn who you want to into vampires. That's like that's like the super dark thing about it. It's oh, like, yeah. we'll, kill, we'll kill everyone who we don't see as fit to receive the gift. And it's like, where's that in the bible <laughs> that's that's so messed up and she was petty to the very end she was like i know the one guy <laughs> where she didn't let she didn't think she was he was worthy to go into the he's like but i, I liked thing. him he was nice to me and then and then he, yeah but he was talking about how i think i killed my my killed wife, my mom or i killed my oh i think I, yeah i killed my wife and daughter yeah i killed my wife and daughter and yeah. she's like oh sorry to tell you but you could have saved them <laughs> yeah you should have you should have come to mass you guys never never showed yeah. up what, what's your problem huh and i was like wow it's rough that's rough. what a what a horrible horrible person but i mean like is that uh, is the idea that that guy is a bad guy then right because like you can't resist it you shouldn't be killing your your wife and daughters even though it's like an, an urge that's like un Un- I mean, it's I like suppose... an undeniable urge, but like the the wife or the Riley's parents were able to resist it. Like it's they never too, did it. Too... Yeah, maybe it's just because he wasn't a developed character, so they're like, "Oh, we can do whatever with him." I mean, I don't know. Maybe he just was like he was having an off day. He's just <laughs> like really, <laughs> really. He was like, yeah. oh, "I'm pissed at being, I'm pissed at being a father. I'm pissed at being a father right now." I wish I wasn't married, and then and then the thing attacked him, and he's like, "Well, okay," and then it was like, "Oh God, what did I do?" It was so yeah, horrible. It was like it's the whole, oh, yeah. the whole like sequence where people are just like the very few survivors that are just like living in terror and just running around. Yeah. I was like, I was hoping Lisa would make it out of there. I'm like, she's she's a good soul. Just get her she's out just, of there. Just a wholesome, just a wholesome good person. Yeah. Um, but so the so they're kind of congregating before getting into the rec center and. And yeah, so she re- this this actually ties in. So she rejects him, but then Pruitt comes to him and is like, "I I will accept you. That's that's a what a horrible, cruel thing to do to them. But we we will accept you." And I thought there was going to be like a sort of new moment there, mm-hmm. and then that's all kind of just that, that just all sort of goes away. And I was like, "Oh, we could have had like maybe a that would have been an interesting further moment. It's like we still could have had the thing with." him and his daughter, we still could have had that play out, but I thought it would have been a more interesting dynamic to have, to try to like pit these two against each other. Somebody who has been like a devout follower and is now is like, I'm disappointed in you, you, you false prophets. And it was like, geez, lady. (laughs) And then. Yeah. I mean, I did like what they did there at the end, but you're right. They maybe could have even like expanded that into more. I felt like that just was a couple episodes maybe. Those yeah, I just cool felt like too. that that wasn't fleshed out enough, and I felt like that deserved a little bit more. Because um, I don't really know if I liked the idea that where Pruitt kind of admits to his his ex flame, as we find out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is a whole other subplot. This is a whole other subplot that's kind of just revealed at the last couple episodes, um, where though Joe alludes to it earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does allude he does. to it earlier. Um, which I thought that's a cool little, little full circle thing there. We also had a we also had a literal Chekhov's gun. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, but yeah, I, I just wish that it, I, I wish that was fleshed out more because I again I don't back to what I was saying. I don't know if I really liked the idea that like 
Pruitt was saying kind of said like the entire reason I brought him back. Yeah, sure. The island benefited from it. But it was because I wanted to you to be young again, like me. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if I like, I can, I can kind of get that, but like, because it's like the, the, the selflessness of the priest with the selfishness of the human, right. That those kind of intertwined things. I like that dynamic, but I felt like just like boiling it down to, yeah, well, whatever. I just did it for you. And it was kind of like, I don't know if I like that. You were a priest for like 50 years. <laughs> It's like you you're telling me that you that you're just kind of seeing the the town benefiting from it as a bonus whereas you could have made your your ex flame young again was like the main reason. Uh, I don't know. I just I didn't that didn't really I didn't really like that so much. Um mm. just just knowing um yeah, I don't know. I, I I was not the biggest fan of that. I was I was I liked that subplot though. I like that the whole concept of that. I think mm. that's wonderful i think his character is that actor is amazing i mean i need to, he needs to be in so many more things he was so good I wonder, so good in this yeah movie. i wonder if we could have had a like a bit of a redemption thing for him because like they only had like they the slight hint of it when he was like <laughs> when he let the was gonna let the guy in when bev wouldn't yeah and they had a slight go at odds at the end there but ultimately it's like Monsignor Prude is a, a bad person, right? Like he, he's talking about how he had no remorse for for killing Joe. Yeah, like that's not a part of being a vampire. We we saw that guy was clearly remorseful for killing his wife and and daughter. Like he was not okay with that. Like in and Sturge, yeah. he was talking about, yeah, I've done some <clears> stuff <throat> I'm not, I don't feel okay with, but like he had no problems killing Joe. He felt no remorse for it. And, for, and that for him was like it was totally justified in the fact that like because of it was it, it's it's a it's a sick sort of play on the idea that one of the like why why does sin exist in the world why is why is their idea of sin what is how does how can sin possibly exist in the world when there is a good god and one of the like it's not it's not necessarily an argument for but it is something that is kind of shown throughout throughout the bible is that like horrible horrible things happen to people sometimes for no reason sometimes because they put themselves in that situation those horrible horrible things down the line can ultimately end up being like something that plays out in in a in a way that wouldn't have happened had that not occurred um like there that that happens like repeatedly throughout the bible um and that's sort of like the idea that he kind of twists to to justify the fact that oh yeah i killed him but hey god makes amazing things happen through terrible things all the time so i'm okay i i totally justify it in my mind i'm like that is so messed up <laughs> but it, like it seemed like he was sitting there and he was like not okay with yeah. what had happened and then bev came in and almost justified it for him yeah and he's like oh the lord is acting through you and, yeah, and she's like, I, I can't believe I have to explain this. He's, he works yeah. in these in these ways, and uh, and so I felt like that almost was more of her, yeah, instilling that. But I yeah. thought maybe it would have been cool to see uh, Monsignor Pruitt be remorseful or like feel regret doing it, but then yeah. like Bev 
you can see more that more clearly that Bev convinces him that he was this is yeah. a part of God's plan. And then like in the end you could have had an actual redemption moment for him maybe, like mm-hmm. where he's like opposed to it as it's like about to be spread you know mm. to everyone else i feel like they could have done something there i'm just kind of yeah. thinking this now but yeah i felt like i just felt like he he was such a he was such a dominant presence and it felt like they just kind of sidelined him because bev has now taken center stage because he's sort of regretting everything he's done mm-hmm. to the point where he's just not even doing anything about it anymore because he feels like he can't he's out of his control it's the the angel the demon whatever the the ancient the ancient vampire that was lying in the dark Mesopotamian cave. Uh but it's like at that point there's no redemption to be had there. There's not yeah. he didn't Yeah. He didn't act on it. He didn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and he had no remorse for killing Joe. So it's like Yeah. There's there's a lot of that's the thing that I that's that's so fascinating about this show though. There's a lot of complexity to a lot of these characters that that aside from Bev, who is just kind of like not very complex of a character, <laughs> she's just kind of evil, but she's great. I mean, the, it's the actress so, like just, it, is, is and it's great. disturbingly so believable, you know. It's like it, that's, the, definitely, that's the thing that's that's the thing that I hate the most. There's definitely that, like, people that could fit right into that role mm-hmm. if the same things were to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's an yeah. undeniable effect of having your uh, Monsignor come back as as a young person, though. That that's also a concept in this that's like, yeah, you have to think about the fact that like unexplainable things are happening. Like this this thing with Lisa, the the mother literally growing younger, Monsignor Pruitt coming back so much younger. Um, it's like these are unexplainable things. So if you have someone saying this is why they're happening, yeah, and like. It's like, though, in you... this, and then Bev using this like horrible killing massacre of Joe, and saying like, "Well, I mean, look at him. He's uh, he is a miracle in himself that he's here. So, yeah, you can't. It's not a bad thing that this happened. Like this is all for reasons. So if you have people that are already like their mind is in that spot to where they're like, you know, they're they're sort of susceptible or or a little bit more like willing to accept that. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like, just yeah. It's like how do you process all that and and what who's really a bad person out of all of it and who's just like a weak minded person, you know? Right. It it's really interesting to think about. Yeah. Like it, if this were to happen, it's it's like these are these a lot of things like Riley was saying, I can explain this, I can explain that. I can't explain how you know that she How she you knew she was gonna walk. I don't know how you know that. And yeah. And beyond that, all these other things that happen you can't explain it. So then at that point, people are much more willing to go on board with crazy stuff. You know, I'll drink mm. this freaking blood that is going to make me die and then come back. Like, yeah, I'll drink. It's basically, I'm just going to drink this rat poison that's going to just like absolutely destroy my stomach lining. And then I'm going to come back and I'll be okay. Yeah, but I'm all on board, you know. Freaking sheriff's yeah. own son, just like I choose God, like. Okay. Yeah, oh, that man. was so heartbreaking. That was like so. That's so heartbreaking. I was like, oh no. You but, you you're yeah. not you're not though. You're you're not you're not choosing God. You're choosing whatever this is. So messed up. Yeah. But it's also effective how they, the like everything is it's so good. it's so well done. Yeah, I think I I really liked it. So the only other thing that I thought was a little bit 
was a little bit to the point where it was like, all right, Mike Flanagan has been criticized in the past for being sometimes maybe a little, maybe either a little heavy, heavy handed or maybe a little corny. And I thought that entire scene where it, it was sort of um, where Evie, Evie, Aaron, the scene where Aaron at the very, I don't know, I don't know where that came from. The scene of Aaron at the end is like, oh, what did I say to him? I was like, oh, that's right. This is what I had meant to say. And it was like the whole scene where it's like, oh, we're all like space dust and we're all going to be energy. We're energy and we're all just going to return to energy. Mm-hmm. I just thought that just like, I was just like, but that's, but that's not, it, it's framing it in a way that like was trying to make it seem like it was a positive, but I was like, but that's not really, it doesn't mean anything. Like I, the, the show is framing it in a way that this is supposed to mean something to me, but this means nothing. This is just as depressing. This is just as standard of, a, of an explanation for what happens when you die. That what uh, that what um, Riley said, which by the way is one hundred percent true. That's why um, that's why I think all of those near death experiences are like the like I died and then I came back and I saw myself in heaven and I was like, yeah, that's a bunch of nonsense. Mm-hmm. that's 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 literally he, he he completely explains like why that phenomena happens is because your brain don't when your heart stops your brain just dumps basically a, a a psychedelic more or less to just kind of like ease you into your brain dying um and that's why like you just see kind of what your brain wants you to see is you enter like a dreamlike state where it all blends together yeah, I mean, so your energy and you turn to dust. That that okay, I will say that that was probably one of my favorite things Riley did mm-hmm. was the the message to Pruitt. The the last yeah, thing he yeah. said to him was a uh, remember from dust you came and to dust you shall return. I was like, that is so good. Yeah. <laughs> he quote, straight up quotes scripture at him. That's so great. <laughs> oh yeah, that was awesome. I was like that that's. Yeah, I mean- that was- if, if we go back to that again, like I really love Riley's arc. I think it's such the, like the perfect w- way for him to go out. Like, yeah, the fact that again they used him as this whole uh, typical horror thing, where it's like, okay, he's the vampire now, so now we're scared of him in every scene. But then when he goes out, it's ultimately just this act of ultimate selflessness. Yeah, where it's like, yeah, the atheist commits the act of ultimate selflessness, and he. Like he could have shown her in different ways. Like he could have, he didn't have to die to, to show her. But it could have, he could have felt like he doesn't know if he'll be able to control it. You know, so for right. everyone's own good, he had to do this. But like, put it out there so that Aaron has a chance to survive mm. and save other people. I, I love how really that episode cool. ends, by the way, too, where it's like it, oh, it yeah. cuts to him. It's like the sunrise happens, and then exactly how he described, like, what happens when you die. It's like he he sees the girl that he killed, um, like accept him and like basically like take him up somewhere we don't know where you know uh, his mind would say heaven, and then it like hard cuts to Aaron sobbing as he like immolates completely. It's it's yeah, so dude. it's very graphic. Yeah, what it's, is, it's the most graphic burning that happens in the whole show. I mean, what a tragic um, or traumatic thing to go through, right? So I know, I know, I love. know. Seriously. 
just like disintegrate and just disintegrates and the whole like skeleton like falls apart and, and yeah, i mean i've seen people like, wow. when they're watching the episode they're like i mean did you have to put her through that like, is there <laughs> some other <laughs> way like is there maybe something else you could have done mean, but and i'm yeah. trying to think what could he have done like he could have actually yeah now that i think of it he could have just shown her like one like, night, hey, I'm burning. like look, I'm yeah. burning up in this this the sun, and then yeah. the next day it's like okay, I'll I'll go out on the boat by myself, and you do don't this. Have to see yeah. this, and you'll believe yeah. it because, and you'll know what you, what you, happened. But you accept you accept it for the logic of the storytelling because it makes sense. Then they can't have Riley around because he knows too much and yada yada yada. He's also like you know, mm-hmm. but it's so effective. we're giving. We're giving Aaron the arc now. We're giving Aaron time to time to develop, and it's still yeah. so effective. But very effective. I thought it was great. Now the last episode, though, where we're we have like our final little survivor team here. That was really that was really fun because it's like the whole series. They've had this horror, like little horror elements to it, and some creepy things happening. But that was like a full on like you're in. A, yeah, yeah. It's just a horror movie, straight up a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. This entire town is yeah, like horrible. after you. They are all after you, and they're going to turn you into vampires if you don't get out. Well, here's like what I don't get is that how can how come some people like the Riley's parents and Riley himself can have so much control over themselves like for so long, and then you have like the freaking so so Riley. So here's the thing: the thing that I to me Riley's parents were t- he told them in the letter. He told them all that stuff. Uh-huh. He told them exactly what was going on. And that was why he, that was why he came. That was why Riley's dad came to, which brilliantly played by Henry Thomas. What a phenomenal actor. <laughs> he's just so good. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just kind of like the, he's just, he's just, just an old guy. He's just an old fisherman. You know, he's just great. Just so good. Um, because he writes the letter, the letters to his parents are basically kind of tell them what's going on so like he when he comes to to monsignor pruitt he's like my son's not well like he he wrote this what is this gibberish that he wrote and like you're in the center of all this he was like yeah I, he's he's not doing well and he's like he said a lot of serious things and i, I just i just want to make sure that he's okay and then that you can kind of see when when they're talking about like the whole at the, at the midnight mass yeah they were resisting it that was another thing too is like a lot of the people that that didn't that weren't super into it the people that were able to resist better were people who weren't super into being turned into vampires for the most part i think i think all the people that resisted were were people that weren't into it or people that that once it happened after it happened and after they sort of like lived in the moment maybe they fed they then were like this is this is messed up but I'm um, yeah yeah but I'm just like some of them were so overboard with it where like the kid one of like the kid with the long curly hair where he's like oh you he's look like, real tasty and I'm like geez he he'd already freaking you could tell he already fed on someone else and he's like just yeah. he's just straight up out here wasn't the curly folks. isn't he the one that's the ate his mom didn't he say that yeah he's like I think yeah uh, yeah. Like, yeah what in the world like he didn't seem like a bad person but. I, I guess mean, guess he was. I yeah, we didn't really get to we didn't really spend enough time with him. But it's that's, like, that's the that's the problem with these ensemble casts where you're talking about a whole town. It's like you can't spend time with everybody. So 
but it's just so crazy that some of them were yeah. so overboard with it where he's like yeah. they were just straight up hunting people out there yeah i know they're it was messed up hunting people down and then, yeah but then you just have the the parents that were that were good and uh yeah so in the end who do we end up with alive out of this whole thing we got freaking lisa and mm-hmm. i think warren is the other kids warren name. is the other kid that's it those is are the only people it? that live yeah they're the only people that lived on the whole island <laughs> so that whole island just like Wait, it's so- like a it's like a jonestown incident basically you know it's like freaking everyone just could the died. sheriff have survived he he could have, but I think he just he just he gets shot like three times and was bleeding the whole time on the way to the beach. While he did his, but he, he was his still doing prayer. his prayer. Like maybe could he have survived after that? I don't I don't think so. That's crazy though. He, he that... collapsed. So it was just the two kids in the end, really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you can even you can even you can even then like almost interpret that as like a as like a is that like a Noah's Ark scenario or like an Adam and Eve thing where it's like oh now they're. It's like there's you could you can even take some religious symbology in that too you know mm-hmm. um the, the, i mean just just the whole concept of like using the idea of transubstantiation that that is the idea that at at the mass at the table at the lord's supper that the body and blood of christ are you know the bread and the wine are transformed into the bread and bo- the body and blood of christ so like that whole concept being being sort of um iterated on and being like you're actually consuming someone's literal blood to turn yourself into vampire yeah. to, to offer all these miracles to happen and it's like that that idea is just ah it's so chilling and interesting like it it's yeah i i really like it's an interesting interesting idea and how yeah, it's developed i didn't really realize yeah until now that like those are the only yeah. two left that's yeah that's, that, is, that is crazy. That is real crazy. Midnight Mass Season 2. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. This is a limited series, so I don't think that's going to happen. Um, Growing up, Lisa. Is the, no, the next... Oh, maybe... I wonder if, like, the another haunting series where they bring... Yeah, we'll just... We'll bring some, that... Some people so you can be in the, same, in the same universe, in the same haunting, the, the, the same universe. The haunt, yeah, it's like the haunting of something. It's where like Lisa and Warren are now like haunted by it. ghosts. We're back to ghosts again. We're back, we're back, back to ghosts. The ghosts of the out, island. They got out of vampires and now they're the ghost, haunted by ghosts. The, the, ghost, the ghost of Bev showing up. And, uh, oh, and Bev. Oh, Bev had a great final moment for us. So I, this is another problem I have. I felt like Bev never got a proper dressing down. And that's going to be like, well, that, that was what I was sort of saying. This is, this is the thing. That was the sort of thing that I was going to mention at the beginning. It's like, well, Alec, that's the point. The people that do deserve to be to be punished and dressed down sometimes don't. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the whole idea of like, this is like that innocent girl got killed in the beginning. And yet horrible, horrible people like Bev get to just live scot-free. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that. I guess that is kind of the point. But like. Man, in terms of like a story sort of thing, and just in terms of somebody who is actually religious, I just wanted to see her get her. She burned, bro. But she did. She did burn, but I wanted to see her get more of a comeuppance than what she did. I know. You know? Riley's mom gave her a good talking to. She did. She did give her a good talking you to before slitting person. her before slitting her throat. It was great. Yeah, I'm sure she really took that to heart. Yeah, and then yeah, it is kind of epic though that she's left in this just like this devastation, literally a whole island on fire nowhere to yeah. go yeah they burned the boats that was that was great the bird the boat burning was really great yeah 
burning the rec center was really great. I, I like how they, they did that, even though it cost people lives. And like, damn, Aaron almost could have gotten out of there. If like, she wasn't like, I feel like she was, she was close to getting out. Yeah. The angel, the, the angel just freaking consumed, consumed so much blood, but she, she had the last, she had the last laugh. He was very, and that was alluded to earlier in the episode. Well alluded to, it was literally shown where it's like when he's feeding, he, he, there's nothing. He's so fixated on the, on the feeding that like Lisa, like, shoots him like three times and he's just, just kind of like annoyed yeah just like, ah, get away. it's just sort of annoyed like you'd think he would attack but he's like nah he's super into the like i need to yeah, I need some to of feed. the feeding was so sensual he's like mm. yeah he's i mean really that's that's the right that's the thing that's the thing yeah, of vampires right watching that like, well i mean even the even the the share but the sharing of the blood between uh pruitt and the the angel in the in the cave that was like there was like a central element to that too it was very it was very disturbing and interesting um i don't like it quite much i don't really like that yeah but uh interesting series i mean i could we could go on talking about this for probably like another two hours honestly there's a lot there's a lot there's a lot this tackles i don't think it necessarily it, it doesn't do it as well as i would like but it does it well enough that I'm very satisfied. It does it. I'm so it glad. Does it so well. It does I, it so well. I'm very. I'm very satisfied. I think it was a. It was a wonderful exploration of these of these ideas and concepts in a horrible, horrifying way. And I applaud Mike Flanagan for for doing it. Like it's Good so. It's just it had such an impact on me. I'm like I was resonating with a lot of it. I was yeah. like. I was disturbed by parts of it. I was, I was crying. I was just going through it all. Well, I see. And that's the thing. I choked up when, when, when Pruitt was like, no, all are welcome here. I was, he was like starting to open the doors and be like, he was like, no, we like our church is like this. We're, we don't, we don't, it was kind of like him, him almost like washing his hands and being like, this is, this is all wrong. We, we need to like, it was almost like he was like, we're just going to greet the sunrise altogether because the all needs to go. We all need to get, cleansed washed away from from this and i was like i was like getting choked up because i was like man this is like this is such a good moment for this character and then i was like oh okay <laughs> that didn't really happen it's, so i think i think that's kind of why i was disappointed maybe a little bit yeah. so it's like i hint, wanted to get more like, emotional it's like a hint of redemption there but yeah could have gone more there yeah but what a tragic thing to happen to this small town huh i know i know it was already struck and that's the thing too there's all these elements of like the town is struggling and and these miracles bring them so much joy and and it's so much happiness yeah, but, it's all, but it's ends all, all their demise but it's but it's all twisted but it's also twisted and that's and that's what ultimately leads to their yeah leads to the whole demise of the island and a lot of it just is to do with this zeal and this fervor and this extremism of the freaking bev she's she's kind of ultimately the one that that dooms the island yeah the but i mean monsignor Pro- i mean they all i mean they all do they all do yeah, he shouldn't have brought the freaking vampire <laughs> back from the Mesopotamian like an idiot. What yeah. was he thinking? <laughs> what was he thinking? Um, but it's so good. Yeah, I, I do love, yeah. yeah, I still love the fact that someone said, yeah, he's telling meaningful stories with horror. It's crazy. Yeah. It's great. I'm, gra- yeah. I'm grateful for this channel because I wouldn't have ever, I don't think I would have ever watched the haunting yeah, of Hill House, haunting of Blind Manor, and now this. I know. I don't. I don't know if I would have either. So I'm like, I'm so happy that 
Mike Flanagan is exists and is living. Yeah, give me more. And is making such good stories, like my like very thought provoking content. Like it's it's great. I think it's wonderful. Yeah. He might he might be an atheist, but to me he's doing a lot of he's, he's doing, doing a lot of good work. He's doing the Lord's work in certain ways. Art art is art is a way to to tell truth about the world, right? It's a way to explore concepts and truth like big T. So it's this it, it to me that that's that's the beauty of, of mm-hmm. stuff like this. So so for me it's nine point five. I had it up there in the beginning. It's still nine point five. To me, this that's, is better than Bly Manor. It's I, right I, up there with Hill House. And I cannot state enough how much I love this show and the the characters. Like I connected with pretty much all the characters in different ways and even Bev who I hated was just like a thrill to watch. <laughs> you know? Just thrilled. Just thrilled to see her. Just thrilled to see her action. This is a nine, just a straight nine for me. I mean, I still don't get me wrong, I still loved this. I still loved everything about this. Uh the, I mean I just again I think I think the ending wasn't as perfect as I wanted it to be. Because like there were there were probably up until episode five, six, I probably would have given this like maybe even a 10. Like I was loving everything about this. It was so good. There were so so many parts of it that I was like, this is better than the haunting series. But I felt like those stuck their landings better than, than this did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think is kind of my, kind of my gripes with it, but still an amazing series still highly recommend checking it out. It needs to not get snubbed at Oscars. It like at the not Oscar season, but what's the, the Emmys? Emmys. Yeah. yeah, they need to they need to pay I some know, respect right? to Mike. Pay some respect to Mike Flanagan. This is so good. Respect to Mike Flanagan, and then and, uh, and the actors that play all the actors Bev and all, Monsignor Pruitt especially. Monsignor Pruitt was like really I said was. that's one of the that's what have been one of my favorite performances I've seen in like anything for years. It was so captivating. It's just such a, a great yeah. This is one of those uh, shows that's gonna stick with me. You know, it's like the haunting. Oh Hill yeah, me House. too. I love finding these shows where it's like, you know, I'm not gonna forget about it in the night in a couple months. You know, I'm still gonna <laughs> loving it and encouraging people to watch it because just oh, yeah. I, I want to go. I want to go back and watch some of his older stuff, like Gerald's Game. Uh, mm. that was a that was his um, that was one that he uh, he did earlier, and I I, I definitely want to see see some of his earlier work. Because uh, I've loved everything that he's done. He's so good. Yeah, I mean, so. and keep bringing, keep doing more stuff. Keep bringing back the same actors every time for all I care. You know. I love that. I love that. Yeah, that's no, that's. I like it when it's like a Wes Anderson thing too. He always has like the same cast, like in all his movies. I love that. He'll sprinkle in some new people here and there, and yeah, but uh, I'm telling you, like the it was so cool that I don't know their names, but the. The actors that played Bev, mm-hmm. you know, coming from the character Joe. in Hill House, I never would have asked, or like, asked for her to be brought back, you know, because mm-hmm. it wasn't there wasn't really anything that memorable from that performance, and then right. she's like the star here, and then Joe's performance here, after being like uh, Mister Dudley in Hill House, mm-hmm. like these aren't mm-hmm. the ones you would expect. You always think of the main characters, but I'm like, well, I'm so glad they got to. He brought back and yeah, he he yeah, they both shined absolutely, especially Joe. I'm a big yeah. I'm a big Joe Joe. I'm a, I stand Joe. I stand Joe so hard, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and then you still have you still had plenty of new talent to appreciate, man. Riley, yeah. Monsignor Pruitt, Lisa, they're all great. Yeah. I think Riley Riley was in I was looking this up, I was like, I was like, he's great. He was in Friday Night Lights, I guess. He was like mm. one of the one of the main characters in that. So You know what Riley like, what wow. Riley really killed it for me is that like he's so I mean, he's so reserved the whole time, but it's like he's mm. so he does it so well of like someone who is just so deeply depressed and just feels like they're existing. Like you really get that yeah. from him. And then there's moments of like emotion they're just so it's so great poignant very yeah. poignant yeah for sure uh and the final the final exchange on the boat he's like yeah damn so good so many beautiful moments in this in this show about in vampires this, i know this show about vampires is very and i mean emotional. the con- the concept itself it was like very dracula right it's like very classic vampires um the fact that almost like they're setting up this whole army thing in the end, you know, bringing, mm. turning all these people to be vampires. It's like, that's not something we haven't seen before, but like they take an age old thing and really made something mm. great from it. So that's a Tarkon score 9.25 out of 10. Yeah. Man. Very deserved. It was great. Yeah. Uh, what video would you recommend our viewers watch after this? Go continue the spooks. Go continue the spooks. Watch our review of. Junji Ito's sensor. Oh. Go check it out. Yeah, yes. I'm not gonna. We talked. We talked Mike Flanagan so much that he's go. You take a break from Mike Flanagan for a little bit and go check out other stuff. Let's talk about. I never would have take a break. Right. <laughs> There's still more to talk about. Thank you for watching, though. Subscribe to the channel. Yeah. Subscribe to our podcast feed. Like the video. Leave a comment. Letting us know if you watch this show. What are your thoughts? Are you? Are do you now believe in God or not? Nah? <laughs> let us know. Uh, hit the notification bell. Follow us. Uh, uh, hit something else. Er, er, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. Tark around TWO. There it is. All right.